It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Officially, that does start with the same letters, although it's RNG. Uh, okay, here we go. Welcome back, friends, family, loved ones, strangers, foreigners, other people. I'm Ed. I'm Peter. Uh, and today we will be investigating the letter R. R. And R is a, is a letter very close to my heart because it's the letter that my last name starts with and the letter that Peter's last name starts with. I was going to say the letter that Peter's last name starts with. So R is a very special letter to us, guys. And we have some very special words, some of which have been thrown in by contributors. And again, if you want to contribute a letter, you can do so. If you want to contribute a word that starts with a letter, you can do so and we'll probably pay attention to you. Uh, I'm going to shake up the magic cup and Peter, when you think that it's time, we'll draw one out. Yeah, get shaking. Uh, while you're while you're shaking, I just want to point out that uh, I'm very trepidatious about this particular episode because we went over the list of our words that are going into the cup uh, before we began recording, and there are a lot of them, and it's a pretty broad swath of stuff. So I, I have no idea what to expect. Let's find out. Ed. Let's find out. Let's right find now. out. All right, we have. That's an interesting one. It is uh, not a word, but a name. Uh, it's the name of a man, and that man's name is Richard Simmons. Oh god, I just feared we'd get this one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, since you're so ready to say you feared it, tell me what you know about Richard Simmons, Peter. I don't know, well, I don't know. I, I don't think a lot about Richard Simmons. I've got really sort of strong memories of seeing him on TV when I was a kid and being just baffled by the fact that this human existed. Um, and just the the spectacle of watching him lead an exercise show, you know, when you're a kid eating cereal in the morning and there are these, these women in weird leotards huffing and puffing away behind him and he's being all encouraging and over the top and manic and screamy. All right, all right, all right. Before you go on, before you go on, I feel like we need to uh, describe who this person actually is. Richard Simmons. I think I just did. Richard Simmons, Richard Simmons is an Simmons. exercise instructor. Let's just throw that out there. Richard Simmons is an exercise instructor who, through the late 1970s, 1980s, and 1990s, uh, released a series of uh, workout videos called uh, Sweatin' to the Oldies. And, uh, they were a blast, I tell you. They were, they were a blast. And he was, he was very, very unique because he, he released these things that were very much everybody, everyone, everyone's included. He would put people in his videos who were not fitness models. He would put normal people in, and they would just sort of dance to old songs together. And he was the most high-energy person you could possibly imagine. He would come out in these little dolphin shorts that were about two inches long. He would always wear a really loose uh, basketball singlet. He had this incredible afro of hair, and he was just the most high-energy, happiest man in history. <laughs> it's sort of like a, like, a, like a terrifying Bob Ross. Sort of like a terrifying Bob Ross. That's a great way of putting it. You know, Bob Ross wanted to teach the world to, to paint and be happy with their painting. Richard Simmons wanted to teach the world to sweat and to sweat to the oldies. But the, the interesting thing uh, about the Richard Simmons story, which I'm sure you're also aware, is his, his disappearance. So um, Richard Simmons was a ubiquitous television personality. He would do every television show that he was invited to. He ran these infomercials nonstop. And then in, I think about 2013, 2014, he went into his house, he went into his home, 
he he shut the gate and he never came out again and he lives there currently he was the most gregarious social person and then suddenly about six years ago he just said i'm done i'm gonna stay in inside for now well i have a funny recollection that i listened to a radio documentary or something about richard simmons's self-imposed isolation is that really about you? Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, a lot of people have done investigations into it, investigations into why he would do so. Some people think that he was being held there captive against his will. Some people think that his house staff were holding him in there. Um, have you noticed that this is something that people do to celebrities an awful lot? You know, like a celebrity will decide to back out of the limelight, and then all of a sudden their fan base goes apeshit and says, well, we have to find them and they must be being held against their will. And they can't just accept that maybe it's like, well, fuck you. I don't want to deal with your shit anymore. Totally. Um, you know, and, and that's got to be really difficult. I mean, it's got to be hard being a celebrity for all sorts of reasons. But then to be a celebrity who chooses to walk away from that life and to know that that choice isn't being respected by the people who are supposed to love you the most um has got to be a really difficult thing to deal with i think that the reason that it got so investigated and the reason that it took up so many red flags was because he went on such a 180 you know he went from being such a a, a ubiquitous presence he would still teach his own class you know two or three times a week and then to suddenly just on a dime disappear it's not like he waned out of the public eye he just said no i'm done i think that, i think that that really sudden you know ripping off was the the thing that that shocked people, the thing that really made people want to look into it more. Right. Huh. Well, it occurs to me, like, over the course of this conversation, that I would really like to watch uh, some Sweatin' with the Oldies again, now that I'm, you know, a little older, and it's less shocking to me, probably, than it was when I was a child. Uh, and it would be great, probably, to do on mushrooms. I think uh, <laughs> I would recommend that strongly <laughs> to our listeners. See, I've never done mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms is a drug that I've never tried because to me, mushrooms seems too 50-50. Uh, mushrooms seems too dangerous. It seems like you could either have a fantastic time or you could suddenly find yourself cloistered in the devil's anus. And it doesn't seem like there's any any middle ground. I think that you're not wrong. Uh, I think that the, the whole trick is to, you know, you have to go into the experience in a positive mind frame to begin with because it's just going to be amplified and carry forward. If you go into it feeling kind of grumpy, feeling kind of down, that's going to be amplified and get carried forward. What I'm saying is that if you're watching Sweat into the Oldies with Richard Simmons, his personality is in fact so gregarious that there will be no possible way that you could be in a bad mood. I think, I think the drug that matches to Sweating to the Oldies is probably cocaine. I think if you're looking for a drug that's going to match to the Sweating to the Oldies mood, it's going to be cocaine. I think that cocaine is the one thing that you're going to be like, yeah, let's get up, let's dance, let's friggin' do this. Yes, I'm sweating to the Oldies. Sure, I just wanted to watch other people dance. I wasn't looking to sweat to the Oldies myself. Oh, no, no, no. so you're saying you're just watching this for leisure value. You're not actually taking part in the exercises. No, God, no. Why would I do that? Do you exercise? No. No, nor do I. Mean, I. I mean, I walk a lot. I walk all the time. I, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm missing out on anything. I don't, I don't either. And the thing is I'm that... I'm a really active person generally. I don't, I don't know. If, if, you know, people can't, people can't see us and people who haven't met us, we're both real thin guys. And yet there are people who are like, you know, i got to keep that up. i got to keep that body up. I'm like, I don't, honestly. I mean, I'm, I look well, like a skeleton, and I'm just, cool with that. That's just, our, that's just our metabolisms, though, to be fair. I mean, not everyone is built... To, to be a real thin human. <laughs> 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 like, 
I'm I'm sitting at about a comfortable 125, which which to many people makes me look like I died a few months ago. But I think I'm I think I'm working it all right. Yeah, I sort of top out at about 30. So. Do you say you top out about 130? Yeah. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm 183. Uh, about, uh, yeah. Okay. So I think we're about the same height. Yeah. I mean, he was a little guy. He still is. Richard Simmons. I think he was only about five foot four, five foot five, and yet this incredible charisma incredible body that just just tore people along and it's funny as well because he was he was sort of like a, a completely asexual figure you know like the women loved him the men loved him and yet he had no um public relationship he was uh he was a, a sexually ascetic and i remember hearing well, sort of i always sort of got that vibe off him too right he just seemed like uh like yeah a completely asexual creature <laughs> yeah it's funny, I, I remember, because uh, I, I also did listen to some of the, um, you know, the investigative things. And apparently he used to host these uh, cruises. He used to do, like, Richard Simmons exercise cruise ship tours. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, and apparently he was so inviting to the people and so one-on-one to the people that he would get constantly proposed to. Apparently, like, and, and not, just like a, not just like a joking thing, like, oh, Richard, you're so delightful, will you marry me? People would, like, pack engagement rings into their luggage when they went on these cruises because they were like i'm gonna get my chance to propose to richard simmons yeah so like the more i hear about this the more it makes sense to me that he would just be like screw this i'm i'm going to my house i'm gonna sit down on you know on the couch i'm gonna stop exercising i'm gonna spend the rest of my life watching netflix and manicuring my poodles or whatever um what you know if if i'd spent my whole life you know having to deal with that level of attention from people that'd be I might get tired. Yeah, I mean, I, I that that life is pretty appealing to me. I know you're, I know you're very much a city person, and I'm a city person too. But yet, there are times when I will leave the city. I'll go, like I just went to shoot this film uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was in the woods for two weeks. And you know, I didn't, I, I didn't want to be in the woods for two weeks. I'm a city person. I wanted to be in the, in the city. But then suddenly, when I, you know, been around clean air and quiet breezes and and stars, I was like. Oh, this is there's a part of me that maybe could maybe could do this maybe could just become a, a recluse who has very very little connection to the world is there anything in that that's uh, appealing to you uh, quite a bit to be honest <laughs> i uh, i grew up in the country walkerton walkerton ontario surrounded by you know country you can walk in 15 minutes and be in a forest you know in sort of any direction um and it's wonderful i love it the quiet the, the looking up at the stars at night hearing the animals you know in the winter i can follow deer tracks through the forest when i'm when i'm stoned and drinking hot chocolate and it's great you know i uh, can't do that stuff in the city uh but i would miss i guess the the level of social interaction that's available in the city and i guess cultural you know stuff um the food too you know i mean it, it, just to be able to go and get the the diversity of cuisine that we have available to us here is a pretty nice thing so i miss all that sort of stuff um but man you know if i could have you know japanese food delivered to a cabin in the woods i'd do it so it's not the gyms that you would miss it's the uh it's the japanese food yeah when was the last time you think you saw one of just going back to Richard Simmons, when do you when was the last time you think you saw one of his videos Ooh, probably the 90s okay i say he really has i mean you know he really has been out of the eye for a long time i wonder how much of himself he has um regained you know i wonder i wonder how anonymous he can be now i wonder how long it takes you know from being an enormous celebrity 
giving it some time and then disappear. Like, you know, someone like Gene Hackman or Jack Nicholson, you know, they're both retired and they haven't made a film in 10 years plus. I wonder how much anonymity they've gained back by letting well, themselves... Well, I'll make sure that I include uh, an image of Richard Simmons in the graphic for this episode. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you'll, I think our listeners will see he quite cuts quite a striking figure. I think it'd be very difficult to be anonymous no see that's that's what i'm saying is you know if you picture gene hackman for example you picture the gene hackman from the last time you saw him you picture the gene hackman from 2005 but he wouldn't look like that now he'd have 15 years of aging on him i wonder how much richard simmons has changed you know changed his yeah, maybe he shaved his head it, you know maybe he did i wonder how 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 often he actually does go out and about how often he you know takes a walk goes down to the beach how often he, he goes shopping and it's just that he's been out of the public eye for so long that he's just not recognized. Well, you know, uh, poor guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Poor guy in a lot of ways. I mean, it would have been such an overwhelming life, and then to turn it off all of a sudden would have been such a drop, such a mental drop. Well, we're really uh, ending this episode on a high note, aren't we? We're not ending yet. We still need to talk about your, your personal fitness uh, experiments. So tell me, you've never been a member of a gym, I'm assuming. No, gosh, no. Are you? Have you ever done any weight training? Uh, no. <laughs> have you ever, at any point in your life, said, "You know what? I think I'm going to put some time into into physical fitness." Absolutely not. There was uh, there was there was uh, a time in high school where uh, I was about to go through a breakup. I didn't know this, um, and <laughs> the girl who was about to break up with me uh, was really into running, and. She, out of, I think the goodness of her heart, decided that she would get me into running. Uh, and so we started running she, together. She thought it was the goodness of her heart. You thought it was a punishment. And then, well, no, because then she broke up with me. And then running became, like, the thing that, like, got me through being super sad about the breakup. Okay. So I ran for that whole winter until I got over being sad about the breakup. And then I didn't need to run anymore. Do you ever run like uh not run like for fitness did you ever find like if i'm late for something or if i you know if i'm about to miss a bus i still won't run for it i won't run for a bus oh, i won't run oh for man i won't book it i was i was i was trying to catch a go train once uh with another partner and uh the you know it was one of those you know moments where we really had to make a dash for the train and uh so i started printing and i got on the train and she got on the train and she sat down beside me and she said i had no idea that you could do that See, I'd, be, uh, I'd say I would be surprised to see you run. I, I, I have to admit, I'd be surprised to see you run. But also, I, I just won't run for things. If, if you get me drunk enough, uh, <laughs> which isn't hard to do, um, you might see me run. One of my favorite things to do uh, when I'm feeling uh, a little over-refreshed, and especially if I'm well-dressed. Like, if I'm wearing a suit and I'm drunk, um, if I see somebody running past me on the sidewalk, I will start running with them. <laughs> <laughs> I can really easily keep pace, and I'm usually smoking a cigarette while doing this. And it's so, I love the reactions that I get from these people in their, you know, fancy running outfits. And, you know, they're all healthy, and they've probably never smoked a cigarette in their lives. And then suddenly, here's this guy in his suit with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he's just jogging with you. And the, the reactions are pretty incredible. So that's, that's the one time I'll run for it's, pleasure. It's two things I have to genuinely look forward to seeing is one... You on mushrooms, sweating to the oldies, and two, you drunk off your ass, keeping pace with some random jogger. 
<laughs> These are two things that I can really, I can pin into my summer calendar as future highlights. Something to look forward to. Something when to look forward to. Anymore. When we're not on lockdown anymore. So we'll be dead by then. Uh, <laughs> Peter, would you like to tell our fantastically l- 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 listeners about our website and about our merchandise? Sure. Sure. Uh, you can go to uh, podpage.com slash ed dash Peter, and uh, you can find merch there. You can find links to previous episodes and all the ways in which you can listen to future episodes. You can also find links to our social media accounts so that you can see the beautiful images we put up with each of these posts and, uh, you know, recommend your favorites. We can make new t-shirts since you're not buying any of the ones we already have. And, uh, you know, you can recommend those to us by leaving a voicemail on the uh, right-hand side of the page. And particularly if you are Richard Simmons and you're listening to us, please leave us a voicemail. We would love to hear from Richard Simmons. Please uh, drop us a voicemail. And uh, also, just going to throw this out there, we are continuing our quest to get some uh, personal attention from the Niagara Falls Board of Tourism. So if you're a member of the Niagara Falls Board of Tourism, we will sell our souls to... Well, it probably won't sell ourselves. I don't think you're that valuable. But we will sell our integrity to promote your wonderful area. We're both big fans of Niagara Falls, and we will continue to uh, advertise you for free until you pay us. So it's going to work out either way. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we're, we're still going to shout you out all the time. We just love to do it, uh, you know, maybe closer to your city, like from within it. Exactly. Um, so, you know. If you were... If you were to put us up in a in a hotel room in Niagara Falls, we would happily record uh, a, a podcast episode and say, "Look, we're looking out onto the falls from our incredible Falls View room." Falls View is the name of an actual hotel, right? Fall Fall adjacent room. Niagara Falls View Casino. Falls View Casino. Well, I don't really want to promote business. Business. Uh, The other thing I'd really like to do is record the podcast from the top of the Ferris wheel. That's even better. That's way better. From the top of the Ferris wheel is way better. Exactly. We'll do it. We'll record from the Ferris wheel. We will happily and readily record from the Ferris wheel. Thank you, Niagara Falls friends. Thank you, listeners. Uh, Have a great week. That was uh, R on Richard Simmons. I'm Ed Robinson, and this is Peter Ramsey. Oh, look at those R's. Have a good one.